Hello and welcome to this episode of A Pinch and a Poke, the show where I make a Tom Collins and tell you a thing. I'm Alex, let's get started. I recently found out that you can vary the spirit in a Tom Collins and change the name. So you could put in tequila and it could be a Juan Collins. Or you can use whiskey and make it a John Collins. I think this is great and I'm doing it. So today I'll be using my tin cup whiskey. I talked more about it in season one, but it's a blended American whiskey. It's pretty light and bright, pretty tasty. It's been a good introductory whiskey for me. The main thing I'm really experimenting with today is the Apologue Persimmon Liqueur. Apologue is a distillery in Chicago. They care a lot about sourcing their ingredients responsibly and giving back time and money to their community. They also have a saffron liqueur that's really amazing. They're trying to improve the ethics of the saffron supply chain, Um, but they've got a couple of different tasty liqueurs that you can pick up at Convivio, as well as some surprising food imports like specialty pastas and seasoning packets, sometimes dried fish, other kinds of mustards and sauces. Definitely worth investigating. But back to the apologue. The persimmon one that I'm using today is a bittersweet one, so it has this real richness of the persimmon fruit, but it's also very uh, very grounded and earthy, so I think that's going to mix really well with the whiskey. Okay, I'm in the kitchen. I'm experimenting with the John Collins, but I'm taking it several steps farther. We're not just going whiskey. We're going whiskey and an apologue persimmon liqueur. So I'm going to start with two parts of whiskey and one part of the liqueur. I'm going to go ahead and add one part of lemon juice and one part of simple syrup. That was too much lemon. It kind of washes everything out. So I'm going to go ahead and add more of the apologue for sure. That's kind of nice actually right there. This is really interesting. It's kind of hard to describe. So the whiskey and the persimmon play together where the persimmon feels like a really ripe fruit, but also it's not a one note fruit flavor. It's very rich. It's very deep. But with this particular whiskey, at least, it has all the brightness and it feels like really, really ripe and refreshing. I played around with this recipe a lot. I ended up with about three parts whiskey and three parts persimmon with about one part lemon and one part simple. The lemon was a little more overpowering than it needed to be, and it might be worth trying this again either with lime or just neglecting the citrus altogether. But it was really fun to try and get the persimmon out of this, the sort of spirit of the Collins drink, and the whiskey kind of took a back foot to the persimmon. This is The Poke. It's the part of the episode where I get to tell you a thing. That thing can range from, huh, I buy that, to, oh no, I prefer not to believe you. Today we're aiming for, stop that, you've got to be kidding me. Unfortunately, it's very well documented. So today we are talking about the Oklahoma land run of 1889. Basically, in the late 1800s, the federal government had about 2 million acres of, quote, unassigned lands in the middle of Oklahoma, and they decided it would be a good idea to let settlers take over those lands. So the federal government picked today and said, on noon of this day, the land is free for anyone that can go stake a claim. On April 22nd, 1889, an estimated 50,000 people were ready to charge into the wilderness and 
build a house. The day was complete chaos and it became clear that a number of people had snuck in before the date and set up and hid waiting for the official time. These people became known as Sooners because they had cheated and come in too soon. This land rush led to several cities being built basically overnight. That includes Oklahoma City and Guthrie. And when people laid out their plots, they didn't leave room for things like roads. And that and a lot of other reasons caused many legal troubles for the settlers for many years to come. At our current point in history, it seems pretty obvious that this is just one in many horrible things that the United States federal government did to Native Americans. Native American lands completely surrounded this area and had this had previously been promised to them forever. While I'm not shocked by the government's treatment of American Indians, the reason I wanted to talk about this is that I'm just blown away that something like this ever happened where they're like, hey, we have empty land. Why don't you just go live there? And they did. I just have trouble wrapping my head around it. I first heard about this from another podcast called This Day in Esoteric Political History, which I really enjoy. They have about 15 or 20 minutes on it instead of two. So I would recommend listening to that. I'll put a link to that and some other sources in the description. But just remember, don't be a sooner. That's all for today's episode of A Pinch and a Poke. I enjoyed my drink, and maybe you learned something. For all the experimental mixologists and factoid fanatics, thanks for listening. A Pinch and a Poke is an Alex Savage audio production. That's the place where I make sound content. If you have a podcast idea or other audio project, I'd love to hear from you. Get in touch with me at my website, alexsavageaudio.com, or send me an email, alexsavage.audio at gmail.com, or feel free to find me on Instagram.